buy what you don't have yet or what you really want, which can be mixed with what you already own. Buy only because something excites you, not just for the simple act of shopping. Hello and welcome to episode 412 of Under the Cowl of MS. This is going to be another previews of goodies coming out in the future episode. Yeah, I think two, enough for two episodes of that left, so I'll put it out today and probably tomorrow. So let's see what can I give you to talk about. What can I talk about today? I suppose we could look at some fun facts. Do that for our little starter portion today. See if we find anything good here. There's got to be at least one that's fun and interesting. Okay, what is luck? Although she was born a slave, Harriet Tubman was very lucky. (laughs) She got away and became a free woman in the North. But Miss Tubman wanted to help other black people escape from slavery. So she went back to the South 19 times. Each time she went, she took a terrible chance. If she were caught, she could be made a slave again. There was even a $40,000 reward in the South for anyone who could capture her. But Harriet Tubman never got caught, and neither did any of the 300 men, women, and children that she helped escape from slavery to freedom. Was it luck, or was it something more? A $40,000 reward back in that day, that's a lot of damn money. I'm surprised there weren't a ton of people hunting, hunting for her. Back in the western days, they'd hunt people down for a lot less. Alright. Does lightning zag or zag? Actually, lightning turns, curves, and twists. At a distant distance, all this looks like a jagged streak in the sky. Yeah, if you're ever close to lightning, you can see it goes all over the place. In October 1871, a great fire spread across the city of Chicago. How did the fire start? Some say it began when a cow kicked over a lantern. The cow belonged to a family named O'Leary. Before the fire was finished, some 18,000 buildings had burned. Holy shit. But one of the buildings left standing was the O'Leary home. Because they were the richest family and they hosed their house down and had people trying to protect it with buckets or something like that. No one, people back in those days. Uh, Brazil nuts do not come from Brazil, but from Bolivia. I think Brazil nuts are the ones that I bought that my wife found out that I can't give to the squirrels because it gets them drunk and then puts them, makes them easy prey. Don't quote me on it, but I think it was Brazil nuts. All right. In 1920, a phone call from New York to San Francisco cost $20. For the same amount of money, a person could mail 1,000 letters. By 1976, a phone call from New York to San Francisco had gone down to $1.38. But for $1.38, a person can mail only 10 letters. For $20, one can now mail 153 letters. Not today you can't. (laughs) So the postal went way down to way up to way down again. I don't believe that. I don't know why they'd say that for $20 you can now mail 153 letters. There's no way. Not when this was written. A long time ago, people in the Yap Islands used stones as money. Sometimes these stones were as large as 12 feet across. 
a medium-sized stone could be used to buy a canoe or a wife. <laughs> so a wife was equal in, equal in uh, interest as a canoe. I just... <laughs> In equal in value. That's uh, pretty bad. Right this very minute, 1,800 thunderstorms are taking place around the world. Well, I know we got them here right now. So. Last one. A few years ago, two pro hockey players thought that their hotel room was bugged. They began to search the room for a microphone. Under the rug, they discovered a small metal plate screwed to the floor. Working hard, they unscrewed the plate. Then they undid the bolts they found underneath. Dumbasses. Suddenly, they heard a loud crash. Moments later, a fo the phone rang. It was a call from an angry man downstairs. The light fixture in his room had just fallen from the ceiling. <laughs> Uh, dummies. Alright, that's it for today. For info on whatnot. And I am going to get back with a bunch of goodies that you can buy in the future coming up in your comic book store or online or wherever you like to get your comic book goodies. And we'll get back with those things right after this. Alright, go, 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 Godzilla. Godzilla Rivals vs. Batra, number one. They're like pumping out all kinds of good Godzilla comics out lately. I still haven't jumped on any, but this is by IDW Publishing. It's a one-shot. In a quiet beachside town ravaged by constant sewage spillages and toxic waste dumps, don't think you want to live in that place. Something is stirring. Deep under the rolling hills that surround Hackney on Sea, Batra is awakening. Driven by a single goal, to destroy mankind and save planet Earth. The only one who can stop him is Godzilla. But he hasn't been seen in decades and has never ventured to the cold shores of the English coast. Until now, Robbie runs a small bookshop, but her real passion is monsters. She's spent years researching the myth of Godzilla and his fearsome foes, and now that hypothetical experience is about to become a life-saving tool. Can Robbie locate Godzilla? Will Godzilla alone be enough to defeat Batra? Is Batra really wrong? And will the goddess Mothra make an appearance? I mean, that's just... Batra and Moth Mothra all in one comic with Godzilla. I mean, they're just trying to save the Earth. We're just destroying the thing. It's like Godzilla has caused more problems than good in most, most its time. <laughs> I don't know. That one I might play with. I might check that one out. I don't know if I want to get into any long-running stuff, but that looked like something I could enjoy. My page got totally moved around. I don't know what happened there. I got you back to the G's. G's, man. What's happening? What's up, man? There we go. They have Godzilla Series 4 Godzilla enamel pin. Yeah, cooler ones like Ghidorah. These are all by Printrill LLC. And they have a Mothra one that looks awesome. Mothra, they've, Mothra has become so colorful now that they got out of the black and white and got it into the colorized version. It's, it's a, I love the colors of Mothra they keep coming out with. The Golden Girls are back. You got 3D foam bag clips, Series 3. Blind Mystery Box. And they got the Golden Girls Everything's Better with Cheesecake Scented Candle. I mean, that's a great present you can pick up to gift 
with gift to your grandparents or your parents they probably all get a kick out of those and then you can also give them some golden girls stay golden mince candy tin from boston america corp i mean betty white's gone now there's lots of people that remember those shows and great little presents speaking of presents i might have to get this one for myself they have a green hornet deluxe kato action figure by diamond select there's also a cool setup here, the Gremlins Gremlin 1984 accessory pack. You got the the dance outfit, you got the Gremlin uh, eggshell thing, you got the car, you got the whole uh, robber's mask setup, uh, all kinds of cool costumey stuff you can add to your figures. Then we got Grim Universe Quarterly Sleeping Beauty by Xenoscope Entertainment. 72 pages. Rory Norris is a talented graphic artist with a creative vision unlike any other. But when tragedy strikes and she loses her eyesight, she is forced into a world of utter darkness. Broken and with fe- with the feeling for the first time of truly being alone. She will send herself on a path she never knew existed. The horrors that lie ahead of her are far from any she could have imagined, and the secrets she will uncover hiding in our world will change everything. Don't miss the introduction of the Grim Universe's newest hero. Yeah, some um, we were talking about the little tins. They got cool little Gudetama lazy egg candy tins. I don't know nothing about that character, but it's a cute little seal looking character. I'm sure it comes from some type of Japanese manga, maybe, or something like that. Not sure. Then we got Gwenpool Omnibus, hardcover book, market, from Marvel Comics. It collects Unbelievable Gwenpool, number 1 to 25, Rocket Raccoon and Groot, number 8 to 10, Champions 2016, number 5, Edge of Venomverse, number 2, West Coast Avengers, 2018, number 1 to 10. Superior Spider-Man, 2018, number 7 and 8. And Gwenpool Strikes Back, number 1 to 5. Plus material from Howard the Duck, 2015B, number 1 to 3. Gwenpool Special, number 1. Gwenpool Holiday Special, Merry Mix-Up. And Secret Empire, Brave New World, number 1. That's quite the awesome little collection there. It's... uh, Really enjoyed all the Gwenpool stuff I have read. Wouldn't mind to get an omnibus of that. They also got the Gwenpool omnibus hardcover direct market cover. So you can get either one of those from Marvel Comics. They have Hack and Slash Deluxe Edition Volume 10 hardcover coming out from Image Comics. This one collects Evil Ernie and Purgatory, well, Hack and Slash vs. Vampirella number 1 to 5, Hack Slash vs. Even number 1 to 5, and Hack Slash vs. Chaos number 1 to 5. That's 15 comic collection. Basically comes out to 2 to 3 bucks a comic, so... And they need to talk about some extra posters and stuff like that. (laughs) And then we got Harley Quinn's 30 Years of Made of Mischief Deluxe Edition Hardcover by DC Comics. This thing is huge. It collects, I I don't know about how big it is, but it collects stories from the Batman Adventures number 12. 
Direct Comics number 831. Batman and Robin Adventures number 1B. Or 18. Number 18, maybe? <laughs> kind of looks like a B. Batman Gotham Adventures number 10. Batman Gotham Knights number 14. Harley Quinn number 3. Gotham City Sirens number 20 to 21. Harley Quinn Holly, Holiday Special number 1. Harley Quinn Be Careful What You Wish For Special Edition number 1. Harley Quinn 25th Anniversary Special number 1. Harley Quinn Make Em Laugh number 3. Harley Quinn Black and White and Red number 14. Batman number 98. And brand new story from Harley Quinn 30th Anniversary Special. It's like, I just love the cover. It's got that Tank Girl style Harley Quinn look to it. It just it's an awesome cover. I want it just for that. I don't know if. Let's see. I'm on the welfare right now. I gotta be good with these omnibuses because I just went through a couple. Oh yeah, Harley Quinn and the Gotham City Sirens Omnibus. Oh, great. Another one. Hardcover 2022 edition by DC Comics. What's this one collect? This Omnibus collects the complete 26-issue series, as well as Catwoman number 83, with an introduction by Paul Dini. So, okay, that's a complete edition. Nah, that one I don't need right now. Uh, they do have Harley Quinn in the animated series volume one, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, hardcover by DC Comics. If you did not jump on this run, I suggest getting this. It was great. It's a good, good uh, prequel to the, is it a prequel or a follow-up to the animated Series on HBO, which is hilarious, too, and a lot of fun, if you haven't checked it out. And then, let's see, where are we at time-wise? We can get one more thing in here. Let's go with Haunted Beloved One-Shot by Literati Publishing. Oh, sure, it's going to be stubborn and not going to want to come up now all of a sudden. Okay. Till Death Do Us Part. Following a fatal accident, a newly incorporeal lover makes an earnest attempt to reconnect with their widow. But will the paranormal meddling be for the better or the worse? Alright, we're going to stop it there and we'll get back with more goodies soon. Alright, next up is Heart Eyes, number one by Vault Comics. Sanity-eating monsters ended humanities. Humanity. (laughs) The unlucky few who survived now hide in the cracks of a broken world. And yet, somehow, beneath the graveyard that used to be San Antonio. Rico met Lupe, the girl of his dreams. But how did she get here? And why is she smiling? No one survives out in the street. No one smiles where the monsters lurk. Why not? She might be able to get along with the monsters and understand the monsters and realize that the other humans are the actual monsters. Never know. Alright, we got Hellboy and the BPRD. Time is a River, number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. When Hellboy accidentally left Eclectic Academy, Academic Lejos in a ghostly vision, version of Budapest in the Miser's Gift, he didn't realize how far-reaching the consequences would be. As timelines get crossed, reality starts to crumble, and Hellboy must return to the ghostly city to recover. Lajos before it's too late. Mike Mignola and Mark Lazeo, along with colorist Dave Stewart, return with an explosive one-shot to continue the story they began in The Miser's Gift. 
part of the Hellboy Winter Special from January 2020. Well, damn it, I love this cover, and just thinking about getting it as a one-shot, but if it's a basically a follow-up from something else, I gotta get that other story before I read this story, so I might as well wait and get them in a bargain deal. Shouldn't come out with one-shots unless they're true one-shots. Alright, we got a Helena Enforcer covers bag set of five comics. You can get by Boundless Comics to get a deal. Then we got Hallows number one. One shot by Image Comics. In this specially priced extra length comic, artist Sam Keith and writer Chris Rall transport you to a dystopian near future Japan, where spectral, once human husks prey on the unfortunates who couldn't find salvation in the skyscraper like tree that now dominate the decimated landscape. A discredited scientist works furiously to find a cure until a one-eyed orphan girl and her pet, uh, Erp, force him to rethink everything he knows. Alright, yeah. How to Read Comics, the Marvel Way graphic novel by Marvel Comics. If you missed out on that, that this collects How to Read Comics Marvel Way 1 to 4, Miss Marvel 2014 number 1, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man number 1, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number 1, and Spidey number 1. So you get a nice little collection there. Then they have How to Train Your Dragon. They have a toothless vinyl piggy bank. It's just really cute. If you like toothless the dragon, and it's got a little ta- price tag on her for a piggy bank, but it's by Beast Kingdom, and I wouldn't mind it on my shelf, even though I don't need a piggy bank that doesn't hold enough change. <laughs> I collect my change and let it build up, and then it's awesome when you. Go to cash out with this huge container and it's just like $600. What? <laughs> uh, Hulk vs. Thor Banner of War trade paperback. If you missed out on all the individual issues that I ordered, I think I got them all. At Marvel Comics. Uh, this way you can get in a trade paperback collection for a lo- for about the price of three comics. Where I had to buy a bunch of comics to get it. Uh, we have Impact Winter, number one, one shot, <laughs> by Image Comics. I just hate that. Number one, one shot. <laughs> it's been one year since a comet hit the earth and blo- blotted out the sun. Now the world is dark, cold, landscape ruled by vampires. In this British countryside, a band of survivors has formed a resistance in, a, in the fallout shelter of a medieval castle. Among them is Darcy, a young, headstrong fighter waiting for the chance to prove she can be on the front lines. But when that opportunity comes, Darcy will come face to face with the true horrors of this new world. As I love, I always like the fold. Dark out, wipe out, vampiric stories. Those are always fun. That one I might have to... It's a one-shot at least. I can at least test the waters with it. And see whether or not I like it. Now let's go in, inside the mind of Sherlock Holmes hardcover by Titan Comics. Uh, this is... The discovery of a mysterious powder on some clothing and a very special show ticket lead Sherlock Holmes to believe a patient isn't the only victim of a grand conspiracy. Indeed, it seems the strange disappearance of Londoners can can be explained by the performance of a Chinese magician when other tickets are found. The detective's suspicions are confirmed. Featuring die-cut hardcover in the shape of Sherlock's mind. It's a cool little cover. 
can't go wrong with a Sherlock Holmes books. They're always interesting. They have Joker Harley Criminal Insanity trade paperback that collects issues number one to eight. And Secret Files number one and an all-new story from the Harley Quinn 30th anniversary special. If you're into the Harley Joker run, that's a good little collection for you. They also have Joker Presents a Puzzle Book hardcover. This collects number one to seven of this same series, which I did not even know. Don't remember that name. Being out there, didn't know that was a run. But you can get all seven issues in a heart, nice little hardcover. If you want, they have the Joy Toy Battle for Stars, Cult of San Reha, Harvey, um, motorcycle by Hawks, Dark Source, Hanan Tech. These are like Mad, Mad Max style uh, looking characters and vehicles. And it just caught my eye. I don't know what they're actually from. They have a Joy Toy Battle for the Stars, Cult of San Reha, Loyster. C30, 118th action figure. It's a motorcycle, a sidecar. Also done by the same company. Along with Joy Toy Battle for the Stars, Cult of San Raja. Ailey, 118th action figure, which this figure is I, I love the, the way these characters are all clowned up and stuff. And just, it looks, they look fun. Joy Toy Battle for the Stars, Cult of San Raja Jack figure and a Neil figure so if you're into that which I know nothing about check it out and then our next band comic relation crossover is Judas Priest Screaming for Vengeance S-T-E-D-T-P by 70Z2 Comics (laughs) I don't know what S, I can't think of what ST would be, standard maybe, edition, trade paperback, or S-T-E-D-T-P, and M-R meaning mature rated probably. 500 years from now, a ring of cities will orbit high above the surface of a dead world, controlled by a ruling elite that maintains power through manipulation and brutality. When a naive engineer inadvertently threatens the status quo with his vital scientific discovery, a bloodstone, he is betrayed by those he trusted and cast out to the broken planet below. In the wreckage and desolation of a broken world where every day is a battle for survival, he must choose between accepting his new life in exile or screaming for vengeance. <laughs> it's got to be better than their music, I guess. <laughs> uh, I was never huge on Judas Priest back in the day. All right, they have a Jungle Fantasy Vixens bikini covers big set of five comics by Boundless Comics. And this, uh, I was so happy to see another one coming out. We have Junior High Horror's Strangest Thingies Forever, number one by Keen Spot Entertainment. The kids of Gateland Middle School find themselves upside down in a world of creepies and creatures that look like bizarro versions of them. JB, Mikey, and the gang are joined by 12, the girl with powers that may be able to shudder the down under for good. Featuring, featuring the industry-first dyslexia-friendly lettering as featured on ABC News. The junior high horrors are back in their biggest and most obvious parody yet. Includes a bonus pull-out poster, and I will be getting that for sure. I just love those junior high horrors parody comics. They have been so much fun this last year. I've been enjoying them, but we're going to end this here. We'll get back with more goodies soon. (music) 
you can get yourself some Jurassic Park retro 3D foam bag clips in blind mystery boxes coming out soon from Monogram Direct. Here's another thing. We had Franco. In one of the earlier episodes talking about Franco from IA Comics. Now we got Art doing his thing too. Art, 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 art. We got Kid Slapshot number one by Keen Spot Entertainment. It's got an Art Baltazar cover. I'm giving me Art Baltazar artwork and hockey and put it in one thing. That's just awesome. You have lots of fun with that. Uh, just getting attacked by the cat again. I just can't win today. Alright. Let's see here. From the artist of popular parody, The Mangalorian, comes a new kid-friendly adventure. If you ever wished your favorite Merc with a mouth was suitable for all ages and unhealthily obsessed with hockey, your wish has been granted. By Kid Slapshot. He's the last human boy alive on a planet of monsters known as Pitzhole. And it's the pits. When a cosmic deity gives Slapshot, don't call him kid, a choice, he leaves his home world with some awesome new gadgets and his best pal Dilzy. Together they set out in search of a new home and a good time. Instead, all they find is trouble, featuring variants by some of the biggest stars of Kid Lit Comics, including Art Baltazar, includes bonus pullout poster by Chris Giaruzzo. It's I am really hoping that this is going to go on beyond one issue, that Art gets a cover with every issue, and then I will definitely stick with it. Check it out. It's about time we get some hockey playing superhero characters out there. They have a kid. What is this? I don't know. King Conan Chronicles Epic, Epic Collection Volume 1 Phantoms and Phoenixes Trade Paperback by Marvel Comics. Let's see. Collecting Conan and the Midnight God, number one to five. King Conan, the Scarlet Citadel, number one to four. King Conan, the Phoenix on the Sword, number one to four. Conan, the Phantoms of the Black Coast, number one to five. And material from Age of Conan, Hyborian Adventures. So if you're a Conan fan... And you don't have those. This is a good way to get them. Check that out. And hopefully enjoy it. We have Kings of Nowhere, Volume 1, Trade Paperback. This one. We got Bill is the son of a notorious gangster. But his lonesome demeanor makes him an easy target for local thugs. While a beating takes a ruthless turn, Billy is overcome with intense rage and trauma, transforming him into his chimera form. Into that of an age, or into that of an ape. With the aid of new comrades, He embarks on a life of purpose, a life of cold, unapologetic vengeance against each of those who have taken a piece of him. The debut graphic novel series written and illustrated by artist Saro Braza, also known by his online moniker Kotira Inc. Okay. The gangsters coming into town. All right. Knights of the Fifth Dimension. Number one of four. 
by Blue Juice Comics. The stories of the nights are real, and your dreams are sorely needed. William, the wizard gardener, is a reclusive comic book creator and artist who has been the sole voice of the legendary psychedelic knights of the fifth dimension for decades. From comic books to toys and action figures, from cartoons to film, William is the latest of a long line of artists, poets, writers, musicians trapped to inspire creativity in man in order to combat Bantha Black's spread of self-doubt, despair and hopelessness in our world. But William grows old and tired, and his once revered... My cat is, like, headbutting me. It's like, it's not my fault you're laying on me, a pain in my ass. I'm trying to read here and do this stuff. You don't want to hear it? Go sit somewhere else. Cats are annoying people. Don't get a cat. Okay. Let's see. William grows old and tired, and his once revered comic book series is now regated to flea markets and bargain bins across the world. Years ago, William enlisted the help of up-and-coming writer-artist Kurt, the Great One, Gideon, to carry on the knight's legacy. But after a short and successful run, a delusioned Kurt turned to fame and drugs becoming an industry pariah. After years of silence, William needs Kurt's help again. This this goes on and on and on. I I like a good description, but when the description's longer than the books, I mean, come on. It's done by Blue Juice Comics. Uh, Check it out, see if it catches your eye or ear. Kirihito Masaki Il Matsuri. I don't know what that is. Okay, they have a Lady Death Apocalypse alternate history. One to five big set of five comics by Boundless Comics. They have a Lady Death Auxiliary one to five big set of five comics. They also have number 11 to 15, and 16 to 20, and 6 to 10. <laughs> Jesus, they got Lady Death Black, Blacklands Rap Covers Bag Set of 5 Comics by Boundless Comics. And Lady Death Bloody Bag Set of 5 Comics. So you can get a ton of Lady Death crap. Cheap if you want. Some specialty cover things. And then we got, they're just pumping out these Lady Death two-shot comics left and right. Now we got Lady Death Scorched Earth, number one of two, by Coffin Comics. Lady Death returns to present-day Earth. Will she be seen as a friend or foe? (laughs) Is she humanity's salvation or destruction? Lady Death, Scorched Earth, number one, premiere edition, is a premium square-bound graphic novel containing all 48 pages of story. This cat is just attacking me right now. (laughs) He is so abusive. Uh, You little turd. Let's see, where are we at? Yeah, we're running out of time here. They have a Lady Death Undead Big set of five comics, also for Boundless Comics. Then we got the last flight out trade paperback. This is by Dark Horse Comics. With less than 24 hours before the last arc leaves a dying earth, Dr. Ben K. Wood's daughter, Sarah, has gone missing. Finally, the critically acclaimed series about a father and daughter trying to reconcile at the end of the world is collected into a single unforgettable graphic novel from Mark Guggenheim. So if you missed out on it, there's your chance to get it.
And then we have a Laurel and Hardy Classics three-pack by American Mythology. Step back in the yesteryear with a three-pack of Laurel and Hardy Classics. This includes Laurel and Hardy Classic Follies number one, AM Archives Laurel and Hardy number one from 1967, and AM Archives Laurel and Hardy number one from 1972 at a value price. Does anybody know who Laurel and Hardy is anymore? I don't think so. Let's see. Let me sneak one more in here, I think. We got Little Red Ronin, number one, by Source Point Press. A terrible beast has haunted the citizens of Pole Town for decades. Although the monster hasn't been seen in years, disappearances and gruesome killings still plague the townsfolk. Determined to clear her family name, Red hunts the great wolf in hopes of exonerating her grandmother, who lives in exile for spreading terrifying propaganda. Okay, so this is a little Red Riding Hood different take, I guess. But we'll end it here and get back with more goodies soon. Okay, let's get back to the goodies that you can buy in the future. Starting off with Locust Ballad of Men, number one, by Scout Comics. Are you ready to return to the world of Locust? Max's journey, revealed in a series of flashes between past and present, bring us closer and closer to Ford's lair. However, proximity to Ford is the very antithesis of safety, as the fanatical cult leader now seems increasingly ready to devastate everything in the name of his insane religious vision. Sounds fun. <laughs> There's a Looker's Ember Wrap set of four comics by coming out from Boundless Comics. They got quite a few of them this month. Then we got Love and War, Trade Paperback by Dark Horse. Finding yourself torn between two potential boyfriends is tough. Domo is learning that it's even tougher when you're trying to win the captaincy of your school's tug-of-war team. His competition is Jocasta, a serious athlete who will stop at nothing to prove she's the best. Can Domo lead his team to victory? while he struggles with his feelings for ambitious Gabriel and flamboyant Emil. Love and War is a queer sports rom-com about how our conflicting passions can pull us in different directions. Alright, this one looks interesting. We got Mad Balls vs. Garbage Pail Kids, number one. I personally was a Mad Balls person. I preferred them over to Garbage Pail Kids. It's by Dynamite Entertainment. For the first time ever, the heavyweights of Gross have co- combined forces in a massive merchandising blitz that pits the Mad Balls against the Garbage Pail Kids. Winner takes all. As part of this blitz, Dynamite presents the comic book crossover of these iconic 1980s brands. For over three decades, Madballs and GPK have both been known as the grossest of the gross, co-ruling counterculture with their pun-heavy names and subversive humor. This all-new limited series event presents the first time these two delightfully crude forces have ever crossed paths. It looks like it could be fun. But it's going to be probably long running, so I personally will wait 
for it to come out in trade paperback form and see how the series takes. They do have the third Madman Library Edition, Volume 3, by Dark Horse Comics. You can pre-order. So you can be ready when we start reading that one for our Madmanapod Monday episodes. And next up, we got Magic Order 3, Number 1, by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere superstar writer Mark Millar launches the third volume of his, his smash hit horror series with Italian genius Gigi Cavanego. On art for another six-issue run, we've met the American and British members of the Magic Order. Now it's time to meet the Asian chapter, including a brilliant new major player in this upcoming live-action Netflix show. Sammy Lou, this issue will be huge, will be a huge collector's item. I'm sure it will be. I don't remember Magic Order 2 or 1 being that huge. <laughs> but I could be wrong. This one I want, I was bummed that I didn't get on the original run, but now I might get this if it's a one-shot. I don't know, it looks like it might not be a one-shot, damn it. But we got Man, Goat, and Bunny Man, Green Eggs, and Blam, number one by Xenoscope Entertainment. The world's greatest monster-fighting team is back. Man, Goat, and Bunny Man are ready to save the world again, if they don't kill each other first. Don't miss issue one if this three-part series filled with monsters, mutants, and Bunny Man madness. I think they meant to say of, not if. But. So if it's only a three-part series, I'd, I'd, I'd do that. I'd do three issues. From what I heard about them in the past, they definitely sound interesting. They're keeping up with the kitchen equipment for all the superhero fans and comic book fans. They have the Marvel Heroes Chibi, Spider-Man Waffle Maker, by Uncanny Brands, LLC. We also got a Marvel Heroes Iron Man Waffle Maker. And this one I'm loving. They have a Marvel Loki Alligator. The Alligator's got a little Loki zipper mouth plush. Well, it's a plush alligator, but it's got a zipper mouth compartment that you can hide stuff in. <laughs> it's from Quantum, Quantum Mechanics. It's just, yeah, after seeing that, the Loki Gator in the TV series. Everybody's got to have some type of Loki Gator figure in their home. All right. Next up, we got Marvel Verse, Miss Marvel graphic novel by, Gra- by Marvel Comics. This one will be collecting Marvel or Miss Marvel 2014, number 12, Generations Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel 2015, number 38. And Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 24. That's not that many things that they're collecting. And I hate when they do a graphic novel and they only put like four issues in it or something like that. That's a bummer. All right, next up we got Mechanics by SourcePoint Press. If my page will load up. In the not-too-distant future, a young girl by the name of Kiko and her grandfather operate Junpei's temporal roadside response service and repairing broken-down time machines, all the while searching for Kiko's parents who are lost somewhere in time. And if you know me, I'm not into time travel, so I won't be jumping on that. Then we got Mind MGMT Bootleg Number 1. I think it's Mind Management Bootleg Number 1 by Dark Horse Comics. Mind MGMT is weird, mind-blowing, paranoid storytelling. It is the first ever comic book from Flux House. 
Max Kintz, all-new imprint which features crime, science fiction, and humor stories, all told in startling and untraditional ways. Upcoming publications will take many forms, and the polybag variant versions of Mind Management will contain a card that is playable as a playing card or as part of a new Flux House game. Previously in Mind Management, a covert government agency of psychic super spies fell into oblivion after one of their top agents went rogue. What looked like the end was only the beginning as a former leader of Mind Management explores the darkest parts of the world and recruits a team of forgotten agents to rebuild the organization, bend reality, and go to war with a competing agency. And if it's not management, I'm sorry, but saying MGMT every time was getting annoying. So, next up, they have a Monopoly David Bowie board game edition. I wonder how many different Monopoly boards there are now. I wonder if they're in the Guinness Book of Records for having the most ever editions of a board game. They got to be the top one out there. Them and Trivial Pursuit would be close. Clue has done quite a few. And they have a Monopoly Godfather board game edition. And then next up we have Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Place in the World, graphic novel by Marvel Comics. This one collects Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number 37 to 47, which you would think that would be in a middle issue run instead of being a just a novel there. Yeah, it's time they just do an omnibus if they got that many issues. There's a Moon Knight 36-piece magnet assortment set for the people that are into the Moon Knight series. I only watched first issue so far, and it was pretty rough to get through. We'll see. It was not what I was hoping for, which bums me out because I really like the Moon Knight character. Next up, we got Miss Marvel and Wolverine number one one shot by Marvel Comics. A dire threat, a dangerous mystery, and only the toughest heroes of the Marvel Universe can save the day. When a mysterious threat lands in New York City, Miss Marvel takes matters into her own embiggened hands. But with Krakoan security tech compromised, you can bet Wolverine and the X-Men won't be far behind. The best there is at what he does teams up with the one of the Marvel Universe's most lauded heroes in an oversized action-packed adventure for the ages. Be here for the start of the saga and follow through August and September as Moon Knight and Venom join Kamala Khan for the superhero spectacle of the summer. So it's a one shot, but it's not a one shot. <laughs> it's more like a three shot. Uh, why do they do that? Why don't they just make it an addition or whatever? All right, this is cool. I'm glad they they brought something else out. They just disappeared for a long amount of time. We got Mullet Cop. Flavor of Danger, one shot by Scout Comics. An outspoken male councilwoman is opposing the evil corruption foam as it tries to get its harmful beverage products in the mall. After an attempt is made on her life, Charles assigns Fred to protect her so she can spread the word about the shady dealings. What starts off as a simple bodyguard mission Get sidetracked as the councilwoman must buy a few outfits at the department store, all while assassins wait behind every corner. So I was hoping they were going to at least take it to the mall and not start pulling mullet cop away from the mall. It's like keep him where he's meant to do things. But we'll end it there and we'll get back with more goodies soon.
Okay, next up, we got My Little Pony Generations Trade Paperback by IDW Publishing. Generations old and new come together to serve all ponydom in this adventure that features the G1 and friendship is magic ponies. A long time ago, an evil witch named Hydea sought to destroy ponykind. Now her granddaughters, Grackle and Dyer, are back to finish the job. With the school of friendship overloaded with students, Starlet Glimmer and the main six reach out for help. Enter Violet, Shiver, Shadowstorm, and Black Bell. But these ponies aren't quite what they seem. In fact, they're working for Grackle and Dyer. With their sights set on revenge and a brand new snooze or smooze on hand, the young witches and their dastardly creations are ready to cause some mayhem. Can their plan work? Will friendship begin to fall apart as Grackle and Dyer wreak havoc in the Ponyville? Oh my, we must read it to find out. Next up is Mystery Brothers number one by Red Five Comics. When teenager or teenage Jin Huang goes to spend the summer with his strange scientist father, Huang Ming Guang, he gets an unexpected surprise. Jin meets Adam, another teen who is introduced as his stepbrother. As Jin explores the research facility on the private island, he soon realizes his strange new brother holds a mysterious secret. What could it be? Alright, we got New Zodiacs Aquarius One-Shot by Astronaut Inc. Never heard of that company before, I don't think. Created by Joe St. Pierre... Aquarius was once the water bearer in an age where what you know can mean life or death. Today, the new Aquarius is the information barrier. Benjamin F., a.k.a. the Liberator, Liberator? is the Robin Hood of cyberspace, a teenage hacker who steals from the info-rich gives to the info poor and becomes the most wanted man on the planet as a result. Full color cyber action with a glossy card stock cover. Alright. NIB Cities by Inkwell Comics. An international look at cities. How they shape our social lives, work, sex, and protest from artists in New York, Copenhagen, Moscow, Tunis, Hong Kong, Melbourne, Cali, and more. But you're not going to give us much more of a description than that, so it's basically a book about cities. We have A Night of the Living Dead, Wrap 1 to 5, big set of five comics by Avatar Press. There's Ninja Caden, which... That was a video game, wasn't it? I think so. Ninja Caden from number one by Black Box Comics. Not even a lifetime of martial arts training and years as an elite soldier could prepare Yuki Snow for this newest challenge. CEO of his dedicated father's company. Suddenly thrust into a leadership role at Yokai Consolidated, Yuki finds himself taking over his father's pet project, the mysterious Caden armor, which would allow its wearer to see, speak, and touch ghosts. Damn it, I wish they would have said something about the game, because Ninja Caden, that... There's something Ninja Caden from my life, but I'm pretty sure it's a video game. And Nintendo SNES controller candy tins they have out there by Boston America Corp. Like I said, I like in previous episodes, I like the little tins for stash and stuff. 
And then we got Nomad City of Empty Towers. It's by Battle Quest Comics. A strange ship falls from the night sky, and Tyon, goddess of the moon, sends Nomad to conf- confront her enemies. Mysterious beings from the stars. Who are these ravagers? What do they want? And how can Nomad hope to defeat them alone? I guess you're going to have to read it to find out. It's got a pretty cool looking cover. Interesting looking little characters on there. I'm not sure if that's my cup of tea. Now we got Not of This World, number one by Blood Moon Comics. A lunar expedition reveals a bewildering discovery. Inscrutably, the grave of a medieval monk has been found hidden on the moon. The mystery of this find unravels to reveal the thrilling adventure of an extraterrestrial visitor who crashed on Earth during a time of religious wars and feudal obligations. I mean, people, if we find something buried on the moon... We leave it buried on the moon. There's a reason it was buried on the moon. And we didn't have ways to get to the moon in the past. So obviously someone had to get this to the moon to bury it so idiots wouldn't touch it. And now us dumbasses are going to open it up, aren't we? Yeah. And then we're going to be destroyed. It's all your fault. All right. Once in Future Grail Pack, number one bundle by Boom Studios is the first pack from Boom Studios I remember seeing. What if all the legends are true? Own a relic from the once in future history with the long-awaited return of the original six issues of the Eisner Award nominated series, each with an exclusive new cover. Contains once in future number one to six by New York Times bestselling author Kieran Gillen and Russ Manning. And I and artist Dan Mora. I uh, believe I have some or all of the original Once and Future run of comics. Um, I wish I knew what they were about. There's a pretty cool looking Anmyoji Suzuka Gozen 1 fourth PVC figure. I just, I love all the colors, the dragon mixed in there, well, the dragon tail at least. <laughs> I don't know if this, I guess maybe this gal has a dragon tail now that I look at it. But the flames coming up from beneath with the big uh, archery bow, it's just, it's cool looking. I have some pretty interesting characters from series I know nothing about. That was done by Anna Mester. All right, we have Orville Library Edition Volume 1 hardcover by Dark Horse Comics. I missed out on some of the Orvilles. Little mid-season two-issue runs. An oversized hardcover chronicling six missions not seen in the episodes of Seth MacFarlane's beloved sci-fi TV show. Written by executive producer David A. Goodman and set in between the events of seasons one through three. This deluxe volume collects the stories from the Orville season 1.5, New Beginnings, Orville season 2.5, Launch Day, and the Orville season 2.5, Digressions, brimming with plenty of the signature humor, wit, and sense of adventure that have made the show a hit. The Orville is ready to fly you to the stars and beyond. Infinite Earths. And yeah, $50 retail price tag for that, and they're only putting in three sets, which would be, isn't it two comics per set? So that'd be six comics. That's pretty crazy, putting that size of a price tag on it. If, at least if you're going to get it, pre-order it and save yourself a little bit of cash. But damn. I was interested in, until I seen that. It was just those three little runs. I think that's just six comics, almost 
ten dollars a piece? No, I don't think so. Overwatch New Blood number one by Dark Horse Comics. With chaos and devastation rife around the world, Cole Cassidy receives the call to rejoin Overwatch. But memories of its fall still haunt him. After an unexpected reunion with an old friend, Cassidy considers that maybe Overwatch needs more than the old crew to give it new life. And there's a variant cover by Dustin Nagayan from Batman. But yeah. See where we're at here. Yeah, I guess I'll end it here and get back with more in a bit.